Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the show, the RR Show, the best show on the internet. I hope you're enjoying every episode just as much as we are. This is episode 208, and we got something else a little bit new for you. Today, we're delving into r slash just no mil for some juicy mother-in-law stories. Our first story today is from Ugly Belladonna. Christmas decoration, bait and switch. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. Okay, so a little background. My husband and I have this board hanging on our wall. It's a list of all the things we want and need, how much it will cost, how much we saved for it, and when we should be able to have it. It has things like new fridge, dishwasher, nice knife set, wish list items, etc. I even include pictures, model numbers, or other specific descriptions for a lot of these items. I'm very proud of it. My father and his wife come to visit on a semi-regular basis. Stepmom always makes sure to look at my board, comment on it, and express her sadness that we're unable to afford the stuff. Within a week or so, she will buy one of the exact things on my board. Edit for herself. Sometimes it's a smaller item, like the coffee maker. Other times it's larger items, like a motorized toy car for her children. Her buying these things isn't really what bugs me. What bugs me is her rubbing it in my face that she was able to get it first, or how I was copying her when I do finally get the item. It's super annoying and childish. Anyway, I was walking through a local store's Christmas section right after Thanksgiving. I was looking for bored ideas and happened upon a giant, ugly, in my opinion, super pricey outdoor Christmas decoration set, which gave me an idea. It was definitely not stepmum style, but hey, why not try? When I got home, I put the set on the high priority section of my board, going as far to erase the money I had pulled for other things and move it to the Christmas monstrosity so we could buy it sooner. I was hoping this trap would be tempting enough for stepmum, especially if I made this set seem super important. A couple of days after that, my father and stepmum visit. Stepmum looks at my board and asks about the set. I gush over it, describing it as the way to make Christmas dreams come true. I love Christmas, honestly. I really, really lay it on thick. On Monday, we go to visit my dad at stepmum's request. Sure as shit, 
She bought and put up the entire set. It's ugly and over the top. I hate it. It's hilarious. Immediately, she dives into describing why she just fell in love with it and how she had to have it, making a huge deal on every little piece and how it was so worth the money. Finally, she concludes her gloat fest with telling me that I really do have great taste and sorry she beat me to it. Oh, I don't actually like the set. I just put it on the board and said I liked it to mess with my husband. He hates over-the-top stuff like this crap. Glad you'd love it, though, I tell her. If her smile fell any harder, it would have fallen right off her face. The rest of the visit, she was quiet and didn't say much. She looked like a kid who got coal for Christmas. My dad kept asking her what was wrong and got a lot of, I'm fine, and then finally she got a headache and went to bed early. She now refuses to talk to me. None of her usual texts or calls. Best Christmas ever. I'd like to add, she put up the decorations on Facebook cell group this morning for pickup after Christmas. So yeah, definitely best Christmas ever. Next story is in from General Nothing 5798 I didn't wish my mum a happy birthday and now she's not allowed at our house. My wife gave birth to our baby girl recently after an extremely long labor. She started on Thursday evening and our baby was born on Monday in the early hours of the morning. My mum's birthday was on Saturday. During the labor, I was by my wife's side at all times to make her comfortable. But in doing this, I got no sleep on the Friday night, meaning that on Saturday, I was fighting sleep and I could barely really focus on what was happening in front of me. I didn't have the energy to really think much, meaning I forgot my mum's birthday. She sent me a few messages, but my wife and I agreed that we would send the initial baby is coming text but wouldn't make contact again until our baby was born, so I ended up not looking to see what the messages were. After my daughter was born, I saw my mum's texts and felt really bad, so I called her up and apologised but also explained. My mum didn't accept my apology and started to blame my wife by saying she purposely went into labour around the time of her birthday. I got annoyed and hung up, but I also told her that she isn't welcome to see my baby for a few days. My whole family is constantly texting me and saying that I was wrong and that I'm an awful son for keeping her grandbaby away from her. They don't care about how my wife is feeling or anything. A few points. My mum is always toxic to my wife. She tried to ruin our wedding day. She's not bothered to ask how my wife is. My wife was overdue anyway, so my mum knew that it would happen any day. My mum loves being the centre of attention. She tried to break me and my wife up by showing old pictures of my wife and her ex. She blamed my wife for me quitting a job I no longer loved. And she's still refusing to believe my wife didn't go into labour on purpose. After some discussion, I am deciding to go no contact for a little while and decided my baby won't be seeing any of my family for a few weeks as we want some alone time. I told my family that they aren't welcome to our home for the next few weeks whilst we spend time alone and that we won't be responding to calls or texts anymore. I'm getting called dramatic and my mum is threatening to post about this whole situation on social media. Am I taking it too far? 
Or did I do the right thing? Ah, oh, this next one's going to be spicy looking at the title. From Possum Screams, mother-in-law attempted to get her revenge flirt on during my wedding. My wedding was 100% for my mother. She was terminal with Parkinson's decades before that's supposed to happen to someone. I was in my late 20s and facing the reality that my mum wouldn't get the retirement, grandchildren and golden years she immigrated to this country to one day have. She also spent a big chunk of her career helping very rich people throw very extravagant weddings. So when my husband proposed, we both agreed that my mum could have whatever the hell she wanted for my wedding. I got to see my mum incredibly, incandescently happy. She glowed at that wedding. There are two major events of the wedding that my mother-in-law really outdid herself for. My dress fitting and the wedding itself. Dress fitting. I did not want my mother-in-law anywhere near me when I picked out my wedding dress, but I did allow her to come to a dress fitting. I told her we could shop for my shoes together. I also figured that I could use the opportunity to help her pick a mother-of-the-groom dress. She literally couldn't have cared less about seeing me in my dress and said so once we got to the shop. Apparently, my dress was too modest and boring. Instead, she insisted on me following her around as she picked wedding dresses to try on. Yeah, wedding dresses. With the help of a saleswoman, we're able to talk her into trying on some bridesmaid dresses instead. She would sob out this horrible sound any time we suggested she look at dresses meant for the mothers of the couple. After trying a few dresses that looked very nice on her, she finally snapped and began to talk down to the saleswoman, asking why she kept telling her to try on dowdy dresses. When I asked my mother-in-law what she wanted in a dress, she announced, I want to make father-in-law regret divorcing me when I walk down the aisle. I want him to drool. Father-in-law and mother-in-law have been divorced for over 20 years at this point. Father-in-law is very happily married to stepmother-in-law, who is an amazingly lovely woman who delights in being grandma to our foster children. My jaw hit the damn floor. After a lot of lying and cringing, I managed to talk her into a slate grey dress with a deep V neckline. It was 100% better than the other mini dresses and wedding gowns she was trying on. I never got my fitting and had to schedule another one. The Wedding so our wedding allowed for a plus one we assumed that mother-in-law would bring her husband with her but we were wrong the night before the wedding i get a call from my husband in a panic about two things at his bachelor party that night his brother picked up a girl and was in love we were in a uh, tourist destination she was an escort my husband realized it right away, but his brother did not. Thankfully, one of the groomsmen ended up taking him aside and talking him through it. Two, his mother's plus one was her on-again, off-again best friend, allegedly godmother to husband, she's not, and they just arrived at the hotel. Best friend claims she is the woman father-in-law cheated on mother-in-law with, and to who father-in-law gave an STD 20 years ago. 
Father-in-law was literally hiding from the two of them while chain-smoking joints. 3. Mother-in-law told husband right before his bachelor party that father-in-law might not be his biological father and she couldn't think of a better time to tell him. Thankfully, husband did not buy this at all. I just sat there on the floor of the hotel room with my bridesmaids in shock. That's when the heroes of this story took over. I am extremely lucky to have three women I can depend on for anything. My maid of honor, best friend since high school, my photographer, best friend since college, and my big sister. They announced then and there that I wouldn't be dealing with mother-in-law the next day. And I didn't. In fact, almost everything mother-in-law did at the wedding I learned about the day after the event because those three kept such a tight leash on her. So here's what she pulled at the wedding. 1. Mother-in-law arrived at the wedding in a dress that was not the dress we'd gotten at the shop. It was an incredibly inappropriate dress, the sort you'd see at a club in Miami and not a wedding at a resort. The photographer convinced her to put on the grey dress because it matched husband's suit and it would be more family. 2. Mother-in-law used to be a baker and so insisted that the cake had to be taken out of the fridge early and set out for guests to see as they passed the reception hall on the way to the ceremony. The cake was book-themed, the whole wedding was book-themed, and the small edible books that decorated it began to fall off. The maid of honor took the cake back to the kitchen and was able to fix it all so no one could tell. 3. Mother-in-law insisted at the last minute that she had to have a mother-son dance. My husband did not want to do this, as being on display during the ceremony and our first dance was already giving him a large amount of anxiety. My sister convinced the DJ to announce one minute into the song, All other parents and children, please join us on the dance floor. We got some really cute pictures of the littles in our family dancing with their parents. Father-in-law also came onto the dance floor and asked to be cut in. Mother-in-law was thrilled, thinking father-in-law wanted to dance with her. Father-in-law danced with my husband. It was adorable. Mother-in-law stopped flirting with father-in-law at that point. 4. Mother-in-law would periodically start crying very loudly about losing her baby boy during big moments like the cake cutting. The photographer would go over and start taking pictures of her. Mother-in-law can't stand not looking her best and she'd cut it out and start posing. 5. She told the best man, her eldest son, to give me a lap dance for fun. I was mortified and almost cried when it happened. My family was horrified. 6. My husband and I were both born into interreligious households, but both ended up being closer to our Jewish heritage. No one in our families had had a Jewish wedding since World War II, so we decided it was important to go through all the steps of a Jewish wedding. Mother-in-law is Christian and fully believes that Christians are repressed minorities. When we were signing the Ketubah, marriage certificate, we each asked our Jewish parent to sign it with us as our witnesses. Mother-in-law began to sob when she wasn't asked to sign, despite knowing ahead of time she wouldn't be. She claimed we were erasing her from our story. Then she claimed it was cruel to make my mum sign it when she can't even hold a pen because of my mum's shaking. She said this in front of my mum. 
My maid of honor managed to get her out of the room before I walked in with my husband. 7. She heavily criticized our chopper. Since both of our families lost pretty much all Jewish heirlooms during World War II, I handmade a quilt to be our chopper as an item that could be passed down through generations. I stitched our wedding date on it, and I'll be stitching the adoption date of our foster kids on it soon. Apparently that's tacky. Okay, mother-in-law. 8. She spent the majority of the party glaring at my father-in-law and talking only to her best friend. Many of my family members tried to interact with her and get to know her, but she would rudely tell them she was in the middle of a conversation. She also yelled at the littles at our wedding for running and playing. Our wedding was very kid-friendly. They were 100% allowed to run and play, and even had toys for them. 9. When it was time for speeches, we had a very specific list of people allowed to make speeches. She was not one of them. I did get to see this moment, and it will always be the moment I knew my maid of honor is a badass. Mother-in-law decided that she would be making a speech and tried to get the microphone from father-in-law. Maid of honor stood from her table, downed an entire flute of champagne in one go while walking to the DJ booth, grabbed the microphone's cord, and yanked it. No speech from mother-in-law. 10. Mother-in-law lost my veil after trying it on. I'd taken it off during the meal to make sure it didn't get any stains, as it was a handmade lace by one of my bridesmaids. My sister guessed pretty easily who took the veil and found her trying it on and swanning in the bathroom. She offered to help adjust it and instead grabbed it and just walked it back to my hotel room. 11. Mother-in-law insisted on adding a ton of little chocks to the table decorations, things we'd never seen or approved. The photographer snapped a picture of a pre-mother-in-law table, and as soon as mother-in-law was out of the room, set every table back to how I'd set it up. So there you go. My wedding was saved by three very determined women who would not allow mother-in-law to have her way. Mother-in-law spent the wedding fuming, while father-in-law did slow fake karate on the dance floor, stoned off of his ass. My mother got her perfect day, and spent the last few weeks showing the wedding album to any nurse who would let her, and bless them, they let her. Even after she lost all her English and they couldn't understand what she said. Nurses are amazing. My husband and I survived, and are very happy today. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. True terrors of horror. Bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, 
where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there.